Hi, Amanda. How are you doing? Still chilling. How are you doing? You're such a liar. Such a liar. I, I just, am. Uh huh. Okay, we'll say it. Well, today I want to I want to take a step back. I'm in. I think you notice I'm in a different background. I snuck on campus. I shouldn't say I snuck on campus. I work on campus, but not every day. You guys are used to me being at home in the Taylor family man cave. I found a very quiet corner. It's called the Emeriti Room. Have you ever been in the Emeriti Room on campus? Probably just because like I can't remember all the names of all the rooms and stuff. But <laughs> it's in it's in Curtis Hall. It's really nice. It's where they hold a lot of receptions, and I'm actually oh, I've definitely the been front. in there. Yeah. Yeah, sitting up by the front, by the fireplace, you know, just relaxing, having a good time. So it's good. But today we are going to talk uh, very specifically about applying. So this is part two of our six-part series on uh, how to, how to go to college. You know, we, we talked about in the first episode, where do we even start? Where do we begin researching? How do we research? Now we're going to kind of get into some of the nitty-gritty stuff. Um, but again, we're doing this whole series because we got a lot of questions from students about, you know, where do I even begin? How do I even start doing these things? So, uh, I'm excited. We'll see, we'll see where it goes, but I got to get an update from you. First of all, I think, did you mention that you, uh, signed up for your LSAT? I did. Nice. All right. So we got to get, we got to, we got to get some of these podcasts done. Cause I know you got a lot of studying ahead of you. Oh yes. Oh Yes. I even told my work like the month of October. Sorry, guys, but I'm uh, out. I don't know what they're going to do at the uh, tiger farm that you work at. So <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do either, honestly. <laughs> that, was, that was a Carol Baskin joke, just so you know. I was throwing that in there. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Dad jokes. I got them all. All right. So where do you want to start? Where like let's let's talk applications. You know, we're talking to students who are in high school right now trying to figure out what do they do? Where where would you like to start? So I'm sure everybody's wondering this, but when is the best time to apply? When should you apply? All right. Great question. I'm going to go back to some advice I gave a couple episodes ago. And if you haven't seen that episode, I want want you I'm talking to the students now, not to you. You were there. You get it. <laughs> Um, but I want you to go back and look at the best advice episode of our podcast, because here is my advice when it comes to applying. You have to remember that college is the opposite of kindergarten, right? Everybody remembers that kid in kindergarten who was short, real pushy, used to run and cut in front of the milk line. This is what he grows up to look like. <laughs> okay. It happens. It's all right. It's good. Um, but, but. What's important about that is, you know, my kindergarten teacher always used to tell me, Nick, it's okay, just get in line. As long as you get in line, everything's fine, right? Well, when it comes to college, you want to cut. You want to be first in line. So my answer for when do you apply is always as soon as you can. What that means is uh, for us and for most universities in Michigan, our application becomes available the summer between your junior and senior year. So if you're a high school senior and you're listening or, or watching this and you haven't applied, now is the time. Do it. Uh, we've got we got a good significant amount. We got about well, let's see. We're we're recording this here in uh, late September. We're already got about a thousand a thousand five hundred applications in, and we're going to expect somewhere around sixty five hundred to seven thousand throughout the year. So even if you do it today, there are some people ahead of you in that. Doesn't mean you're late. Okay, 
but you want to get it in as soon as you can. There's a couple reasons for this. Number one, it's just easier to turn around and get you admitted, right? We want to do things in a timely fashion. The earlier you apply, the earlier I can admit you, and the earlier I can get you some scholarship money. So that's that's the first first reason. The second reason is the earlier you do things, the more opportunities come about later. You're not trying to catch up with anything, right? You got to apply, but you have to fill out the application online. Ours is right at svsu.edu. Um, in fact, there's an application button right on the homepage there. You fill out that application all the way. Now, uh, once you fill out that application, you have to submit it, and then you have to talk to your high school guidance counselor and have your high school transcripts submitted to us. That's really important. That holds up most of my students. When they go to apply, that's the first thing I remind them. Like, hey, most of your high schools use parchment. Get on parchment have them sent electronically if they don't use parchment find out the system that they use and have them sent as soon as possible because that high school transcript is kind of the gateway into getting all these things started so right long 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 answer for when but i think it's important to know that as soon as possible as soon as you can for sure and then i'm sure everyone else is wondering too how much does it cost oh good question so this has changed Okay, over time, we used to charge an application fee and then we would hand out for certain, you know, if you came on campus, we'd give you a free application waiver, that type of thing. Now, our application is completely 100% free. It does not cost you to apply to the university. So there's no excuse. Okay, and I have some students right now. In fact, I've been texting them this morning. Um, they've gone through, they filled out the whole application and they didn't submit it at the end. And my guessing is they were like, well, maybe I got to get a credit card or something ready to pay the application fee. No, it won't ask you for that. Submit, <laughs> right? Must be get nice. it in. <laughs> it's free. It's free. So um, a lot of universities are moving towards that. You know, that's specific for SVSU. But if you're looking at other universities, it's important to ask that question to their admissions office. You know, the reason that universities had application fees um, really was to help with the processing, the cost of processing all of those, but then also to kind of weed out, right? We were getting a lot of applications from students who just weren't really that interested. Mom and dad made them apply, that sort of thing. So um, that that fee made it say, okay, there's a little skin in the game for that student. Well, we've watched and we watch student behaviors, and we know that students aren't going to go through the whole application process if they're not interested anymore. So there's no reason for us to put that extra barrier out there for them. So, so yeah, sure. totally free to apply. And then what exactly does test optional mean? I know we've talked about it a little bit before, but... It's important to talk about here, okay, because as we go through our how-tos, test optional is going to be a big issue this year. Test optional means that when you apply, we only need your high school transcripts and your high school GPA. That'll be on your transcripts. We are not requiring our incoming freshmen to submit an SAT or ACT. Notice it's the word optional, though, and this is important. I'm encouraging students, if you are able to take the SAT or ACT, you should because it won't hurt you at SVSU and it can only help you. If you don't take it, no harm, no foul, we're still going to get you admitted. Our academic scholarships are based on your high school GPA, 
right? Not an additional test score on there. So you're not going to miss anything out by not taking the SAT. But if you take the SAT or ACT, you could place a little higher in some classes and take some classes uh, that you don't need, right? Um, we, there are a lot of private scholarships out there that still ask for an SAT or ACT score. So you can only help yourself by taking it. Test optional, though, means for us, we're not going to require it for you to get admitted into the university. We're going to review your, your application and your high school transcript. And we're really paying attention to high school GPA now. We're looking for trends. You know, we want to see you getting better as you go on. We're also, you know, just looking at that baseline. Is your work in high school showing us that you're going to be successful here? That's the whole point of an application is to make sure it's us going in and putting our stamp of approval saying we have all the resources and the things that it, then you have met the expectations that we know you're going to be successful when you come to SVSU. Mm -hmm. Some students look at that and say, oh, you know, you're rejecting me based on, on a whole host of things. Well, institutions are looking and trying to figure out who's going to continue on, right? Who's going to go all the way to our goal is to get someone like you, Amanda, all the way through graduation. That's why I'm always asking about your LSATs. That's why I'm always asking how classes are going. Our goal is to get you through graduation so you can go off and be successful in the next president of the United States, like yourself. That's oh, still the goal, yeah. right? <laughs> yes, that is still okay. the goal. So, so let's recap real quick. When do you apply? I want you to apply as soon as possible. How much does it cost? It's free. Okay, it's free at SVSU. You need to check all of your schools that you're applying to. And then test optional. Test optional only means that we're not requiring students to submit an SAT or ACT. I've had some students to ask me, basically, you know, I'm planning on taking the SAT. Should I wait to apply until I do that? No, apply now. Apply now, get it in. Again, because we're not going to hurt you in any way for the SAT. Get your application in, get your transcripts in. And if the SAT helps later on, awesome, we're going to add it. If it doesn't help, awesome we're not going to use it <laughs> so we're For not sure. going to hurt you in any way that's really yeah, that's cool. awesome very cool all right so we're getting to that point we got to ask the irreverent question of the day do you have okay. one for me or you want me to ask away because you know ask I away ask away all right carol baskin so i already found out in the last episode that you watched some strange tv shows um jeopardy is not strange i i know i mean it's for like 80 year old people but like it's interesting <laughs> i like jeopardy did you call me <laughs> year old? come on now <laughs> all right all right so here's my irreverent question of the day and i've been thinking about this recently i you know everybody has that daydream about winning the lottery right and what would you do if you win the lottery you know career advisors always say if you had a million dollars what would you do with your life I want to know seriously from you, if I were to offer you a grant, a blank check grant for upwards of a million dollars, what would be your five-year goal? What would you want to be doing in five years? So I would definitely pay for law school with that. I would pay off my student loans. And I would get myself an apartment because I am in no financial state to pay for my own apartment at this time right now. But um, yeah, that's what I would do is I was I would just take care of like school and my living situation right now. You do realize you have a lot of money left over, right? 
Right. I might also like go on a vacation, but like uh, not until I finish there. everything because I like getting it out of the way. Uh, all right. I like that. I respect that. Let's make it happen. I don't have the money. I'm not giving you any money. <laughs> <laughs> but let's work towards those goals now. Okay. So we'll, we'll talk about that. Me, if I had a million dollars, you know what I would do? What would you do? I'd probably Scrooge McDuck it. I'd totally get it out in cash, like swim around in the, you know who Scrooge McDuck is, right? I don't, but I, oh my gosh. It's okay. You know, that's an old joke. Scrooge McDuck had it, and never mind. I'm not even going to go there. Um, I, I definitely, for me, it's funny. I, the reason I'm thinking about it, because I used to think like, oh, I'm going to go on this awesome vacation. I would own these cool cars, all that kind of stuff. Now I'm getting older and I'm like, oh man, what could I do for my kids? Like, how can I set them up for total success in the future? And like, it's tough because I wouldn't want to give them the money because I don't want them to be spoiled like me. Uh, I'd have to figure out that way. So we'll think about that the next time, but I love it. Thank you for, for pondering my irreverent question of the day and, uh, and, and just being okay with it. Cool. For sure. Yeah. Wash your. Don't forget to wash your hands, though. I am. I'm gonna go wash my hands here in the Maritime room. There's nice uh, restroom facilities back here, and uh, I'm probably gonna head back to my office because they're. I'm sure they're gonna be wondering like where'd I go and what I'm doing. So that's all right. <laughs> all right, Amanda. Take care of yourself. Wash your hands. Yep. You too. All right. Bye, everybody. See ya.